0: Hello everyone what is happening keeping fit and well podcast coming to you today with me your host KP who is still struggling on to be honest with the summer holidays I can't believe it's only three weeks I feel like time is honestly slowing down and I'm seeing people on Instagram looking like they're having a nice time with their kids and I'm like, surely that's lies. You know how Instagram's full of lies? Surely that's lies. Come on, show us the real side of that. Like people having meltdowns, kids bored to tears, looking out at the rain drenched and all that. Come on, show us the real stuff on Instagram. We're sick of all this fake pish, aren't we? So today's episode, I'm very excited about this. This is huge in personal development and I stumbled across it. A few years ago just because I love all this kind of stuff and it's something that I really work on now when I tell you what it is you can start to work on it too and then it becomes very noticeable what yours is this is a big game changer for you if you're trying to like progress you're trying to level up whether it be your career your health just in life in general this is that you need to know this you need to understand it so today's episode the power of internal baseline they are the signs of changing your life's default sentence what yes everybody has one so a person's baseline refers to their regular state of being so what you're used to right what your comfort zone is what you're familiar with even if that's like not ideal not great you're still familiar with it a standard against which changes or deviations are measured so as soon as you move that baseline you move the temperature up you feel it right? It serves as an anchor point for their behavior, emotions, cognitive abilities, and it influences all aspects of life, from relationships, to health, to personal development. So understanding this baseline, identifying its implications, so what it can do to your life, and then learning how you can adjust it, can honestly help you level up. It's massive. It is huge. And I just think that we should be teaching this stuff in schools, man, because I'm having to like go back and reverse a lot of like internal dialogue and do a lot of work on it. Do you know what I mean? Because you weren't taught this kind of stuff. It's crazy. So a person's baseline, it can be influenced by various factors such as genetics, your upbringing, experiences, cultural context and overall just life circumstances right? Got a quote here for you from Carol Rogers, who is a massive psychologist. The only person who is educated is the one who has learned how to learn and change, right? So you need to learn about this stuff and then you need to to work out how you fix it. So your baseline will always bring you back to what you know. And I mean, you might be subconsciously doing it most of the time you are. You might catch yourself saying things like, at square one man how the fuck I'm just back at square one or I just can't get out the bit I can't move from this like it takes a lot to move the baseline but at least if you're aware of it you can start pushing it I mean that's what I was saying Stacey when I started to do things in my online business and stuff like that trying to push the dial trying to step out your comfort zone I'm doing the same with the girls in the membership because it comes down to health as well you've got a baseline for your health as well so the girls are having to push themselves out their comfort zone to try and move the dial to move the baseline so they're having to go to the gym when they feel anxious about it. They're maybe having to make smarter choices and be mindful. So you have to do a lot of work to move the baseline. It's all conscious stuff, even though the baseline is sometimes subconscious actions like self-sabotaging and all that. What the fuck? So moving your baseline, I'm going to give you some steps and some strategies because I'm a GC and I care about how well you're doing. So self-awareness, the first step is to understand your current baseline so take a minute have a wee think about it even pause me the now what is your current baseline where do you find yourself you keep falling back to it so this involves self-reflection you need to do a bit of that identifying your typical emotional state so again things like meditating because you kind of check in with yourself to see what your emotional state is like I don't know what time of day it is you're listening to this, but have you asked yourself how you are? Like how are you feeling today? You ask other people how are you getting on, mate, how are you doing. But how are you actually feeling? Tap in with that to see what your baseline is. So the more like you say you just feel quite sad most of the time, that could be your baseline, right? So you need do you need to find this out? Behavioral tendencies, right? Thought pattern. What thoughts are you always doing? What's a reoccurring thought? Again, things like journaling um, and stuff like that is very helpful to become self-aware. You might think, oh, fuck that. I'm not doing it because I don't have time. But see if you took a wee five minutes here and there, even I've got an app on my phone and I can just journal stuff the way I'm feeling, stuff just to get it out. Now, meditation, and I was saying with the team girls, um, I'm not done meditation for a long while and I used to do it all the time right I don't know why I fell away from it to be honest because I really did feel the benefit of it it really made me very there's almost like this pause not in real life but in your mind it's almost like say somebody says something to you instead of saying something just boom straight away when you meditate and you practice meditation there's almost this pause between you just blurting out an answer and then you thinking about it so you get this pause and you suddenly become a bit more responsive instead of reactive so for me my without meditating my baseline can be quite a fire just straight out quite cheeky quite boom just said it fucking there it said now but when I meditate I can kind of like avoid a lot of things like confrontation because I don't actually like confrontation so for me say Stacey says something um, or the kids or something instead of me going and saying something snide because I can be very quite sarcastic and snidey and um, meditation helps me pause I have this thought process of where, where where is that going to get me is there any point in that so then I'll respond in a way that's going to benefit everyone as opposed to just reacting to things. So that, for me, helps me move my baseline, right? Isn't it interesting? Yes, it is. So another thing to do is identify your desired baseline. So for me, I want to be a person that doesn't just react and then cause a big fiasco. I would rather be this calm and zany person. But to be honest, I need to work on it. I'm very type A personality. I've got OCD in the mix, all this. So... I need to work on being a sort of more calm person. In life, I'm chilled, but I can be a bit more like, oh, catastrophic thinking if something doesn't go right, we work and all that. So that's my baseline. You'll find that when people are stressed, they always revert back to who they are. So for you to move your baseline, it takes a lot of work. So identify your desired baseline. What do I mean by that? Establish what you would like your new baseline to be that might sound crazy but you kind of need to know where you're going with things so this is what I think all these manifesting folk are saying do you know when it's like right just um, write yourself a check and put it in the door and then you're like and then what but it's more like see when you manifest it you're Almost you're changing your thoughts. And then when you change your thoughts, your behaviors are going to change. And if it's all done positively, then it can only have a positive impact on your behaviors and your actions, the way you're thinking. So it does actually work. Visualizing does actually work. It's all like for me, being in the fitness industry for like 150 years, I'm all about like goal setting, short goals, long term goals, da 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 da. But that's just visualizing in a different way. So if you want to move your baseline, where do you want your baseline to be? What do you, what does your relationship want to be like? What do you want to look like in your career? Like have thoughts and all that and then, you know, like put it in, write it somewhere. Even like I've got uh, I've changed it now, but my phone cover was just like a wee bit of a vision board so that every time because I've always got my phone I can look at my phone and then subconsciously I'm just taking that in and then what it'll make me do is or maybe make me put a post out maybe make me do a wee bit of work maybe make me be a wee bit kind of zenner do you know what I mean so that's all these things that can help you move your baseline you know even asking yourself a bit and yourself reflecting is you need to question yourself more like maybe if you're thinking a certain way you're like that I'm never if it's a career baseline you want to move and you're thinking to yourself well I'm fucking shy I'm never going to be good at that you need to question yourself and go so why is it you think you're shy why do you honestly think you're shy you might be able to trace that back to something that's maybe happened in childhood it could have been something massive it could have been something minor but knowing the girls like how dramatic these wee girls are um anything minor can be fucking dramatic so that's the issue when you're doing in a child work it could be something that did really happen that was awful or it could have been like you get lost in a shop for 20 minutes but see questioning yourself and going back the way and journaling it's only going to benefit you to show up as the best self and the version of you that you want to be and you want to show the world so mindfulness and emotional intelligence I love this type of thing I love to work on emotional intelligence so mindfulness practice can help improve emotional intelligence so being mindful obviously being present you know being mindful of people's emotions your own emotions it's an essential skill when changing your baseline emotional intelligence allows you to identify understand and manage your emotions effectively yeah so it's all about that kind of self-regulating and all that so how do you know if you're lacking in emotional intelligence that's a good one to throw out at Jim if he's annoying you. Jim, I just think you need to work on your emotional intelligence, actually. The that, fizzing. So, things that signs that you could be lacking in this department or even somebody else, Um, but be careful telling them difficulty recognizing emotions. So, if you struggle to identify what you're feeling or why, this could indicate you need to improve your emotional intelligence, so you'll need to start paying more attention and you'll need to start journaling. Poor emotional regulation. If your emotions often seem overwhelming, right? So if you can go from zero to a hundred, you're fucking out of control. You frequently act impulsively based on your emotions. So something happens and you've packed your bag. There's not even been 10 seconds in between the thing happening. You're gone, you're out the door. Like I remember my mum is quite kind of fast acting impulsive you could be having a talk with her and it gets heated and she, the car stops at the traffic lights and she gets out <laughs> like that. do you even know where yeah She's just fucking out the car away a wee blonde bob marching away like that get back in the car jean but it's that kind of like impulsive acting do you know what i mean so you need to see how you react you if you're always blowing your fucking lid Oh, and just going like that or oh, that's just me that's just how it is it's not actually and should really be people be having to put up with that no struggling with relationships so you might find it difficult maintaining healthy relationships often due to things like your miscommunication or your misunderstanding others emotions and it can be a sign of having low intelligence emotional intelligence which isn't ideal when you are in a relationship because you need to be able to say how you're feeling but you also need to understand how the other person is feeling and it's very difficult but it's something that both parties would need to work on. Lack of empathy is another one. So if you struggle to understand um or to share your feelings with others that can be a sign that you need to work on your emotional intelligence. There is a good book about this as well. I've listened to an it audio it's actually just called Emotional Intelligence and it gives you loads more in-depth kind of strategies on how to kind of fix this stuff. Difficulty adapting to change, if you find challenging to adapt to change or manage stress effectively, this could also be a sign. So again, stuff like your journaling, your self-reflection, even talking and sharing with people. um, Consistent habit, habit forming. So once you identify the desired baseline, what you need to do is incorporate it into your daily life. We practice the behavior. So again, it's just being consistent I find that consistency really does lack with people in terms of their health and stuff like that. It kind of like all guns blazing and then sort of fizzles out. So you need to find a way that you're going to be able to consistently remind yourself about these things you want to change, either by having the vision boards or you're writing it down every morning and you make it a morning routine practice. But again, guess what? It takes effort. Boo! Tell us something else. Tell us something we can just sit on the couch. Boo! Fuck it takes effort. That's what I'm saying. So if you feel like, oh, just back at square one, especially let's relate it to health because this is a health podcast. So get people, they're doing really well. And then all of a sudden, They've ate one bite of something, but they're fucking, they've fucking absolutely bombed it. They've ate the whole fucking buffet. They've ate the table, the actual surface of the table, drank everything, and then the next five days, they're like self-loathing, hating themselves. Why the fuck am I even bothering, Jim? Look, this is because you cannot move your energetic baseline. Self-sabotage is massive in this. So you could be doing this in anything. Right? You're trying to move your baseline. You're working really hard, but your baseline's like, well, do you know what? I'm more comfy because remember, us humans, we love to be comfy. Don't worry about it. It's a pure default setting. We love comfort. And why shouldn't you? Of course, it's fucking great to be comfy. To what your body does when you get a wee bit uncomfortable, i.e., out your comfort zone. And even if it's better in your health, oh, the baseline will come and sabotage. Oh, you'd even know it's coming to sabotage you. What? How can we stop it? Self-sabotage refers to behaviours or thoughts that can keep you away from what you desire most in life. It often arises from discomfort with change or fear of stepping outside your known baseline. What? As psychologist author Robert Anthony said, we fear the thing we want the most. Oh, fucking ain't that ironic, isn't it? Why didn't she put that in the song? Isn't it ironic when we try and move the baseline and then we can't because we self-sabotage because we haven't worked on our mindset? It doesn't go with the song, obviously, but, I mean, she should have wrote that. Some common self-sabotage behaviours include procrastination. That's self-sabotaging. You've got shit to do, bitch, and you're procrastinating. Why are you doing it? Scrolling, 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 scrolling. Scrolling. Because your baseline... It wants you to stay in the couch where you know you're comfy with the couch. Self-medication with drugs. Mm I know that. I was self-medicating with lots of downers when I was um, at my peak of fitness when I was younger because the fitness industry absolutely wrecked my mental health. Try to move that baseline, move that baseline. No, got too much. This is a big one. And I bet you know somebody that does it. I bet you maybe do it. You're self-sabotaging with alcohol. That's another wee cheeky, cheeky trick. The baseline likes alcohol. What you got to do once you've had a few drinks? You feel motivated? No. You're getting a good sleep so you can get up the next day for the gym? Fucking no chance. mm Another one. Fancy another one. Comfort eating. Oh, you know. You know. As soon as we're getting somewhere with that fucking... We're almost getting into that dress. Boom, 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 boom. You're in at the fucking cupboard. What happened? Your baseline sabotaging you. That's what's happened. Mm. Self induced stress. So maybe actually go and seek. Stress will sell situations you don't even know that you're doing it so that you feel stressed and anxious because maybe you come from a baseline or maybe you came from a home that was dead stressing, and dead anxious so actually that's your familiar space oh my god and then you get with somebody that's calm and soothing and you're not used to it you put yourself in situations that risk all that that sabotage you wow really yes It's true, it's proven, you've got to work on this, right? If you want to reach goals, reach the next level, you've got to move the baseline. So recognizing these patterns is crucial as the first step towards addressing and overcoming them. Here's some common ways, right, that people can sabotage. So procrastination, we spoke about, when faced by a challenging task or goals, it's common for people to delay taking action. Procrastination can stem from the fear of failure, perfectionism, or just feeling overwhelmed. So if we are always trying to strive for perfection and we feel that we're not going to get it, we just procrastinate and put it off. Fear of failure. It's a big one for people. We don't like to fail. You don't like to have that horrible feeling. But as we know, and we've probably seen a hundred times on the Instagram quotes, like what's worse than failure? Not trying. And it is true. You'll just regret the things you didn't try. Things you fail, you kind of forget about it. But the things you don't try, oh, they niggle, man. They niggle, niggle, niggle. Feeling overwhelmed. See, sometimes you've got so much fucking to do. You just don't do anything. So again, I say a bit of self-sabotaging. The next one is something that I'm really coming up against with the girls in the membership is negative self-talk. Listen, this is a pattern that you need to break. Only you can do this. So speaking negatively about oneself can reinforce self-doubt right? Pessimism, limiting beliefs in one's abilities to achieve their goals. What's a better sabotage than somebody coming up and tapping you on the shoulder when you're about to do something that you're maybe thinking, oh, Jim, I've never done it before. I'm going to try this. I'm going to go and do that. I'm going to do my fitness. And then somebody comes and taps you on the shoulder and goes, oh, are you fucking wearing the leggings? You look fucking terrible in them. To the gym, to the fucking gym, you're wearing the leggings. Holy shit. Okay, I suppose so. Um, but everybody's going to be staring at you and thinking you look like shy and wondering why the fuck are you in the gym? But good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, if there's nothing more sabotaging than negative self-talk than somebody just walking in and slapping you in the face, I don't know. So what you got to do, you need to fucking overcome it. You need to start practicing affirmations daily. Make an effort with yourself. Meditate. Look, I went back to meditation this week and I feel better mm-hmm. over some people some individuals may resort to excessive consumption of food alcohol or other substances as a means of coping with stress or avoiding challenges that might push them on because what you're in the baseline so you're like ah, tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to do a big 10k walk and even if it's raining I've set all my stuff out and then the wine goes like that self-sabotager comes into your head and goes um why do you have a wee glass of wine though because we like it you'll feel relaxed you'll get a good sleep and you've had a stressful week I think you deserve a little treat Uh -uh." you're not a wee dog by the way so see the wee treat chat I hate it just so you know but you deserve a wee treat and then what, you have f- two bottles of wine, you wake up in the morning, your alarm goes off. Burr, 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 and the alarm goes off and you're like My head's fucking bursting. I'm not getting up. Ooh, it's windy outside. Sabotage. Guess where you are now. You're in your bed, back in your fucking baseline that you're used to. Bastard. Avoidance. Avoiding situations or tasks that seem challenging can limit growth, obviously, and prevent goal achievement. So you're just avoiding it, like do you want to do this big talk? Listen, you'll probably feel anxious about it and da-da-da, the self-sabotager, you're like, yeah, I'll do it because I know that I'm going to get a lot from it. It's brilliant networking. It'll probably push my business on. The wee sabotager comes up and goes, oh my God, but what if you're um, fucking terrible up there? I think we should just avoid it. I think we should avoid it. And then you avoid it and then time passes and you're still at square one because you haven't dealt with that inner voice you haven't moved the baseline perfectionism oh god it's a tough one the pursuit of perfectionism can lead to paralysis it can stop you in your fucking tracks as the individual may fear not meeting the high standards set for themselves you aren't going to meet the high standards that you set for yourself because they're impossible because it's the way your baseline is keeping you put it's keeping you put there it's like oh you'll never know that's just You've got to just strip all that back because see at the end of the day, people will judge you for being not perfect, for being perfect, they'll judge you in all ways, so there's nothing that you can really do about that, right, apart from let that go. So what do you think of that? Another one, that's a hard one, self-isolation, avoiding social interactions can limit one's support network reducing opportunities for collaboration, guidance and encouragement. It's important that you have a community of people. It really is, honestly, we've seen it in lockdown. It was a real struggle because people couldn't go out and they couldn't meet. Um, So I think that self-isolation, if you are suffering from that type of baseline, Then make an effort to join something. Again, it might push out your comfort zone. Your wee inner sabotage person might be like, oh, join something. But then you'll need to talk to people. And then they might ask you what your star sign is um, and stuff like that. Why would you want to go? You need to just be like that. Because I want to move my baseline. I want to move the baseline. So here are some strategies to overcome self-sabotage. Because the impact of self-sabotage on your goals, it can be massive. It can stop you from living your best life. So let's just get on with it. So delayed self-achievement. Self-sabotage can lead to delays in achieving your goals. It can decrease self-esteem. So, I mean, that really erodes self-confidence, leading to feelings of just feeling inadequate. It'll reduce your motivation. It'll damage your relationships. Self sabotage can have an impact in your professional and personal relationships. Sorry, a fly nearly went in my there. As the behaviour often st- strains interaction with others, so we can have that negative impact on health. This is something I see all the time. Chronic self sabotage can lead to stress, anxiety, depression, and basically just giving up. So addressing self sabotage involves recognising the behaviours that you're doing. So recognizing that you're self-sabotaging. So it's a taking a look, it's taking time to look, understanding their underlying cause. It's often rooted in fear, insecurity, lack of self-esteem. That's often the root causes. So you need to dig and find that out and developing healthier coping mechanisms. This might involve like self-help resources. It could even involve some coaching or just support from the ones you love. So self-awareness, the first step is to be self-aware, reflecting on past experiences, keeping a journal and seeking feedback even from others. Mindfulness, mindfulness involves staying present consciously aware of your thoughts feelings and actions it's hard to do but again the practice of meditation can really really help that positive self-talk that's gonna have to catch yourself doing it replacing negative thoughts with positive affirmations can boost your self-esteem and confidence so the girls and I have been working in this in July and I even wrote and done some subliminals which is just subconscious affirmations. so it's just like music but there's thousands of positive affirmations going into your subconscious mind which is amazing so instead of saying things like, I can't do this tell yourself I can and I will do it I'll do it my best setting realistic goals, avoid setting extremely high or unrealistic goals that can lead to feelings of being overwhelmed or fear failure again, so break the goals down, break your large goals down into smaller steps and then make sure you celebrate those wee small steps because you are doing brilliant, healthy lifestyle choices, regular exercise, uh a balanced diet, oh dear, and adequate sleep can enhance your overall mental and physical well-being providing the energy and resilience to combat self-sabotage so that's why I have in my team the pillars and the foundations of health and they are things like getting the basics done so if you can get the basics done you can overcome that mental health battle building a support network out so surrounding your people with support of friends family members mentors and professionals can even provide some more encouragement feedback and advice for you so when you're trying to overcome the wee negative person that keeps floating up to the surface and telling you bad things about yourself you maybe need that support around you the last thing you want is any more toxicity like toxic pals, toxic relationship you want people that are going to help build you up so that you can build yourself up and then do you know what, you can pass it on you can then help others so isn't that a fucking amazing amazing episode I hope that it's gave you some food for thought you know some, think, some insight into why you might be doing things, why you're self-sabotaging, why you might feel like you're only getting to a certain point and then boom, 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 boom. Because you need to work on moving the baseline. Isn't it shite how everything just takes work, honey, In not it? God's sake, why can't just things be dead easy? Just doesn't work like that, doesn't it not? Pesh. Okay, so I would love to have you in my team if you follow me on Instagram. It's at Keeping Fit. And the link for my website, which is amazing, shiny, there's good blogs in it, is in the bio. If you click it, there's a little thing you can enroll in and it'll show you the teams. Um, and you can have a look and see which team, the A team or the B team would suit you. But I do lots of stuff on mental health. I do lots of stuff on hormones. I myself have a holistic approach to health. So the things that I tell you, I also do myself. So stuff like moving this baseline, it just shows you like if you've got a coach that tells you just train three times a week and eat those calories and macros like it goes deeper than that look we're talking about baselines and self-sabotaging if that is somebody that you're working with give them a chance and maybe ask them about some other things to help you get to your goals but if not then you're going to have to look at something else just saying anyway peace out you know the drill back next sunday catch ya